listening to the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they've brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. And the NFL. 116 to go, 41 yards. Cardona to out. How about the drive to go close it out? You see Tom Brady. Enjoy him, folks. You're never, ever going to see it again. Not in our lifetime. Nope. So here's Zerline, part one, 48 yards. And we'll end it. No good. The rain continues. Yes, it does. They've got to snap it one more time. The ball will end up in the hands of Tom Brady on the kneel down. And there it is. The dynasty continues. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and JRAF show. We are here with episode 281 of the program. I'm Joe Mays, and sitting next to me is my co host, Justin Raffaw. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. You know, um, I was. I know. I know. We mentioned this early in in the uh, uh, season previews, I guess. But you know, we, we saved these these best ones for last, and uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll have um, you know the second best, second last. <laughs> yeah, we're close. We're closing in. We we took although uh, although AFC North was an interesting one. Like I, it I, was. That was a yeah. lot of fun. Well, that's like that's kind of our jumping up off point for the where we get to the teams that are interesting to us, you know, when we're, we're self-centered and focused on that aspects, because we know people that are fans of those teams. I mean, we, I mean, we probably all, we probably know someone that's a fan of all these teams, you know, but we, we go through the extended friendship, to kind of go through and see like, can we how know many a person can we peg to different teams? Well, I mean, we, we know Isaac is a Seattle fan. Yep. Do we know a 49ers fan? I'm sure Actually, we do. Actually, Chad's a 49ers fan. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, before he was in the NFL, Count Ch- it. Chad was a 49ers fan. Um, Cardinals. That's a tough one. I think Cardinals could be a tough one. Yeah. We know a Rams fan. Kurt, yep, Kurt's yep. a Rams fan. Um, let's see. What do we just do? NFC West. So AFC West, Broncos. Was your, is your sister kind of a Denver fan? Yeah, I'd count like, them. I'd count them. Well, and and, and you know, Garrett's a, a Broncos Back fan. with Elway, my sister actually was a Denver fan. Hey, there you go. So like we know, I mean, maybe, even if it's not current or even number one, we know someone who's right. interested. Um, is Garrett a Denver fan? Yeah, he's a Denver okay. fan. So we'll count that. So yeah. And uh, we know plenty of, uh, let's see. Well, we know plenty of Kansas City fans right now. Yes. Uh, we know Oakland fans. Corey's an Oakland fan. Yep, yep. We, we hear about that all the time. Do, it's about to get time. really loud as we start to see him more often. Yeah, in the next in, few months. until a few weeks when well, AD blows up. Once and then, they're and 0 3, yeah, you know, yeah. then it won't really matter. <laughs> um, let's see. Who, um, who are we missing out there? Chargers. Chargers. Could that could be one. an interesting one, too. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I, oh, man. Well, it would be interesting because I have like friends of the family from, well, my, like, from my mom and dad. Um, are from San Diego. They live in LA now. So, oh, hey, that's the best of both worlds. Right, for them. right. So, I feel like that may still uh, may still be in the category for them. So, I'm going to count right, them right. until I know differently. I'm going to count them as. Do uh, you sorry. think, you know, uh, Tris Vaughn or the Slummers are uh, are Arizona? I think. Are, I think- are- I think Cardinals a, fans, that could you know, be a possibility. Especially could be a transplant. Yeah, like they've been out there a while, so maybe, maybe it could be. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we did both West. Let's go to the South divisions, and well, I guess doing the this NFC. Can, so Carolina Panthers. 
I mean, there were a lot when Carrie was there. You no, know, I feel like I feel like one of the Hylers was like. Oh, I think you might be right. Panthers fan. Yeah, I think and you, you know what? Right. I think one of Val's brothers might be a Panthers fan. Too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, between those groups, there's definitely one. So. Well, we know our buddy John Gilmore is a Buccaneers fan. Yeah. Since yeah. he does the radio programming for <laughs> them, uh, which did I tell you? That's why he can't come to the alumni flag football game. You didn't tell me. He'll that, be in London you. for the radio broadcast. Uh-huh. You know, no big like, deal. No big. Sorry, Joey. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Saints. I, I a girl I graduated with is a big Saints fan. Hey, there you go. Uh, let's see who else. What are we missing? I know, like, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy's uncle's big Saints fan. Oh I, I and I and I know Falcons fans. Um, well, my sister-in-law when she moved to Atlanta, Steelers were still number one, but hey. she was into Atlanta then. Um, right. Maybe even not so much anymore. But I know enough people from Atlanta that yep. that one's covered. So AFC South, Texans is, is tough Texans, for me. yeah, Texans. I didn't oh, think boy. this is the one we'd get caught up on, but. I, I didn't. I didn't think too much ahead. Cardinals to, popped out in my head right away as as a trouble. Spot. Yeah, that that one that one was going to be rough. So I can't place who it is, but I know I know it. Colts fan. Okay. I just can't right now figure out for the life of me who it is. But I know I've seen someone on my timeline, you know, or uh, yeah, probably on Facebook. That's that fair. is a Colts fan. That's I just fair. I can't I can't put a name or a face on it right now. But I've seen it. Texans. Actually, I know a girl is a huge J.J. Watt fan. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, she's I, she's an Eagles fan, first and foremost. Okay. No, actually, oh, I'm, I'm way fan. wrong. She's a I, Cowboys I fan. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I misspoke there. Gravely I, misspoke. I see the same feed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, um, so, you know, she's a huge J.J. Watt fan. Uh, maybe that counts. But uh, we knew a lot of Jaguars fans for a while. Actually, I know Jake Shipes a Jaguars fan. So, there you, go. Um, yeah. you know, that was before and after the Chad Henney era came to an end in Jacksonville. What about Titans? But Titans, yeah. Titans. There were some for a little bit when Kerry was there. Right, yeah. We heard people talk about Tennessee then. Um, right now, I can't think of anyone. I can't think uh, of a Titans Of a Titans fan. So Titans and Texans. Which is funny because they used to be the Houston Oilers. <laughs> right. Which is another team we are having oh, trouble with. Issues all around there. So, well, now we can get into really easy territory probably. Yeah, yeah. Like NFC North, we know tons of Packers fans. Yep. Uh, Eric Thomas. It is yes, is a yeah, huge yeah. Green Bay Packers fan. Bears fans definitely. Know Bears, some Bears fans. fans. Well, I, uh, Joey Fox is a Chicago Bears fan, yeah. so right there is an Mr. easy Bender, one. Big, big Bears fan too. Right. So right there too. Yeah. Immediately, Lions though. Lions. Do you know so, Detroit Lions fan? I. I do. I know I'm Vikings. I know a who. bunch of Vikings fans. Franz Borden is a Vikings fan. Uh, the Gamins are Vikings fans. I feel like a kid I knew from Columbia. So it's out there, but still friends on Facebook was Alliance. Fan. I don't Alliance know fan. that he's really. Big I bet we can find Barry Sanders fans before we could find oh Detroit gosh, Lions yeah. fans. Yeah. But uh, I still think that our toughest ones without confirmation are, are Cardinals, Texans and yeah, Titans at the moment at the moment. So that takes care of the NFC North, though. Lions yeah. kind of iffy, but we got it. Yeah. AFC North, do we even have to go through it? I mean, immediately we know Steelers and Ravens and Browns. Do you know like, Bengals we have fans? Pretty like direct. You know what? Those three. I think I know some Bengals fans, um, but I'm not 100% sure. But I, I, well, there were a few briefly last summer when Junior was on the true. squad. going to be some huge Bengals fans uh, for, for a few months last summer. But, yeah, do I know? I, I, again, I don't think the Bengals would be as tough as it's going to find no. Texas and Titans fans. Actually, I know I could find some, some Bengals fans. I just have to, like, yeah. think about it. Well, obviously – Pittsburgh, we've got my entire uh, yeah. extended family now. You're, you're at least my, Jamie, and yeah. then probably more there, and then Joe, be the Browns fan. Yep. So, yep. Uh, but Bengals, yeah, that's the outlier there. That one's a little tough. And, you know, AFCs, we know my uncle with the Patriots, me with the Dolphins. I have a, at least one it. friend from college that was a Jets yeah, fan. I've got some and we Jets know Adam fans. as Bills fans. Yeah, then we know my dad for the Cowboys, and pretty much everyone else for the Eagles. Uh, Denali is actually a Redskins fan. Okay, I know some Redskins fans. Chris Hartman was a Redskins fan. And I know lots of Giants fans. And then, well, I know the pitches from Wilson Football. They were Giants fans. So, yeah, so if you are or know someone that is a quasi local Titans, 
Texans yeah. or Arizona Cardinals Specifically, fans, if you think we know them. Yeah, or, but yeah. even if you know them. But if you think we know them and we just didn't know it. Yeah, and if we forgot know. you, I apologize. But those three, te- those three specifically, Cardinals, Texans, and Titans, I, just nothing's jumping out at me. But I feel like at least one of them, there's an obvious one. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I feel like yeah. there's one, at least one obvious one there. So we'll, we'll see. But we are talking. Not to get sidetracked right away. Well, I mean, it's football related. We just went through the entire NFL. So uh, we are going to focus on the AFC East tonight. And the previous three NFL preview shows we did, we actually did two divisions per show, which felt a little rushed and we went a little long. But tonight we're focusing on just the AFC East. And then we're going to wrap it up with our AFC playoff predictions. Always fun. One of our favorite and best performing shows of the year. And we will round out our entire look at the 2019 NFL season next Sunday with a look at the NFC East and the NFC playoffs and obviously then de facto Super Bowl. We will have gone through it by before training camp start. We'll have finished our NFL hey, preview. We're just laying it out there, what what we think. So and there's then, no, there's no like, oh, we were jumping on the bandwagon. We've got the built-in excuse of when injuries happen. Right. We didn't have that information. Right, exactly. So that's why we didn't get... More exactly. than half of these, right? And to be honest, we did a similar thing last year, and you pretty much nailed it. So I, I was pretty close. I had a pretty good year, but like I had, I was really good on a few, and then really bad. On oh others. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, but hey, if you're gonna miss, miss big. Right, right that's true. <laughs> go, go for broke, right? Go big or go home. So all right, let's. Uh, I'll throw up the contact info since we got people. Uh, I know we have people watching. Actually, I probably should pull up the Facebook comments because maybe there's people saying, yo, I'm a Titans I fan hope, or hey, I I'm hope, a Texans fan. So let's see where we got here. Um, up on the screen right now, though, is the contact info, the email, joemaysandjref at gmail.com, the, the phone number for live callers, and then also Facebook and Twitter where you can follow us and comment on there. So... Okay, now a few watchers, but no, um, no one uh, owning up to being because a Cardinals, Texans, or Titans fan. That's because I don't think they exist. So. <laughs> they don't exist at all. Correct. There's got to be a few out there. I know you're out there. So if you're listening live or recorded, and you are a fan of one of those teams or one of the other teams that we were kind of, you know, hemming and yeah, hawing like, about, I like the, the Lions, the Chargers, things like that. If if you're out there, hey, let us know. I feel like some of my friends. Like Facebook friends are gonna get some weird messages from me like tonight, being like, "Hey, are you a Chargers fan?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, just wanted to know. Haven't talked in a few years. Just could right. you cue me Listen, in on this? It's super important. Are you a Chargers? <laughs> yeah, right. Fan? And then when <laughs> urgent, <they> f- urgent, <laughs> like Michael Scott, nine one one. Yeah. <laughs> and then they answer, and I don't respond as to why or what it was about or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Being the good friend, I'm sure that would go over well. Yeah. What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. No, what, I mean, really, what is? I, I don't. I can't think of anything that could be worse. <laughs> All right, so AFC East, we are at the point where now the New England Patriots have won the division ten straight seasons, two thousand nine through twenty eighteen, all won by the New England Patriots. The Dolphins were the last team to win the division back in two thousand eight, a year that uh, we will always remember fondly. Yes, because of the Phillies winning the World Series that year. <laughs> Uh, Dolphins won the division that year. I was riding was, pretty high. It was a good sports year. It was for you. a. I mean, I, I like winning the division is a highlight for the Dolphins, and hey, it ha- hasn't. It's hey, all relative, buddy. It's all relative. Hey, we're closing in on uh, nearly two decades since they last won a playoff game. So <laughs> I, I do like. I, it, it's amazing to me that 19 years in December, I believe, actually on New Year's Eve, it might be the day before, but somewhere in the late December will be 19 years since they last won a playoff game. And that's only like sixth worst in the NFL. Like there's other teams. The Bengals are, I think, walking close oh to thirty, maybe three yeah, decades. And they've had the some Bills are one. up there. They've had some one and have blown them yeah. in terrible fashion. So, so I mean, really, I mean, this obviously this division has been the Patriots and everyone else for two decades almost, but really and you know someone's got to be second i i think it's probably the dolphins just because they snuck in uh the playoffs a couple times and they got that one division championship but i mean the jets haven't won one since 2002 and the bills haven't won since 95 in fact the colts have more recently won what is the afc's than the bills <laughs> have now the bills have a more recent playoff appearance than any of those teams not counting the Colts since they're no longer in the division uh going two seasons ago now but 
I don't think anyone's expecting much from any of these teams not new, named New England this year. So I'd fully expect everyone. I, I would be shocked if any, you know, professional uh, sports analysts and yeah, you know, sorry, <laughs> talking heads out there pick the Patriots to win the AFC East. Like it's this is kind of a tough div- division to preview yeah, because if, if you don't if you don't pick the Patriots, you're just doing it to be you're doing it for shock value. Right, yeah. yeah, so to kind of throw it out there to get clicks. Um, so with that being said, I'm picking. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> with that being said, I'm going with the Bills. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, like the Patriots are still the team to beat. I know there are people that are concerned because. They don't have well, wrong, we say but, it every year. Yeah, like there's got to be a year where it stops, right? right? It's going to end at some point. It's not going to go going to go on Make forever. It stop. <laughs> Make it stop. We're done. This is this is over. Okay, but we joke about make it stop, but in reality, like I, I view this differently, and it kind of came to fruition for me this year uh, in in the Super Bowl, right? So like. I, I view the Patriots' success as like a known evil, right? Like, there's nothing I can really do about it. They're great. I don't know when it's going to end, but there's nothing really changes if they continue to be great, right? Like that that it's basically status quo in in terms of fans and how everything else goes. Now, this is I, this is different because my favorite team isn't in the AFC East. Like, I understand that, but like to me, I'm like. Okay, like that's okay. Like, what if the next team isn't the Dolphins? Like, and then you have to deal with like the Jets getting better, you know? And mm. not, not, I'm not saying they're going to go on a run like the Patriots because, as I hate to say it, Tony Romo in the intro is probably right. We're not going to see this again, you know, <laughs> at least for a long time where you see a run like this. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, at least now it's kind of like, all right, which of these teams is going to kind of like climb and, and maybe make a run at the right time as the Patriots maybe are coming down off of that plateau, not so much a mountain, <laughs> but like, you know, w- would it be, what do you think would be tougher seeing another team elevate to be that primary challenger or to just kind of, at least in this moment, still just deal with what I'd is the known rather Patriots. I'd almost like, rather it be the Patriots right, than and, see another team get better. And that's <laughs> why, and that is why, like, I hate to say rooting, but that's why I preferred that the Patriots win the Super Bowl over the Rams. Because I didn't want the Rams to be another good team. Like, the Patriots winning meant nothing. Okay, they get another Super Bowl. Yip-dee-doo. You know, like, but if the Rams won, then that's someone else that's also good. You know, like, now I know they made the Super Bowl. That That's good and everything. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just the way we viewed it. I know we talked about that back at the time. I just didn't know. And it's different with your team being there. But... Yeah, I think we've established that the Patriots are still the team to beat. And honestly, until I see it happen, and honestly, even if they like fall off, they could still be good enough to win this division. Right? You know, like I think the good thing if they, if they fall to nine wins, they could still win the division, possibly. You know, so like I don't think I don't know that they're going to fall to nine wins. But now, I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year, so they're pre or excuse me the regular season stats especially record mean nothing but hey they only won 11 games last year right and they had one as you can see and this is not a list of new england patriots seasons this is a list of afc east champions mm-hmm. uh the last time they won fewer than 12 games before last year was 2009 so when was the last time they lost their first playoff game right here 2010, 2010 to the Jets. Wow, they they were 14 and two that year. That was a that was with Rex Ryan, right? That was Rex Ryan. That was that, one of the, like, that, the second year of Rex that Ryan. Might have been Sanchez's like first or second year, like one of those years that they oh, made the run to the AFC Championship or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So where where do we want to start here? We well, we basically started with one. Do we yeah, want to jump well, I, down I to think, four and think who we're going to be worse and work our sure, way? Sure. Yeah. I mean, let's let, let's put a bow on. We don't have to put a number on the on the Patriots yet on wins yet. We can do that at the end. That can kind of be our tie into the first place team. But okay, yeah, we can do that. That's okay. fine. So, um, who are you going with for your fourth place team? Oh, gosh, so, I I feel like I'm 
in a tough situation here because I have a fandom of one of the three teams left and I have hatred for the other teams in this division. So this is a tough one, just like it will be for you next week too. It's the tough speak, beauty of it <laughs> to speak objectively. I think generally speaking, I'm pretty good at doing it. I can set separate myself pretty well. And honestly, sometimes I feel like I can be, tougher on my favorite team than maybe they you know they don't deserve uh being undervalued right. as i do it not just not speaking nfl just no, speaking yeah. in general and i don't know what to do this year because while i think miami is not a playoff team i do not think they're that they're, they're going to be that good this is a transition year new head coach they jettisoned a bunch of, of veterans that were their better players, but you know, on the wrong sides of, of 30 and, and their career path, most of them are going to be trending down downward. And I hate to see some of them go. It was time for change. And uh, owner Stephen Ross got rid of Adam Gase. You know, they're moving on. And uh, no one expects them to be good at all. <laughs> like uh, most people are saying that they are going to be terrible. Right. I think most, most people are saying like two or three wins. Most of the talk is that they shouldn't have gotten Brian uh, uh, Fitzpatrick. Brian Fitzpatrick. Brian yeah. Fitzpatrick. Because they like he might be good for a couple wins, which could cost them, you know, valuable draft positions. Right. Which I believe <laughs> I have said to you yes, recently yes. in the last few weeks that, you know, I th- know my, people think Miami is going to be awful. And I, I understand it to some point, but. Sometimes I think, and and you've seen it now in a little bit of mainstream media, that not everyone that talks about these games knows everything about every team. No, no. So, well, and and here's the thing too: like the difference between bad teams and and good teams on a week to week basis, not necessarily over the course of the season, but on a week to week basis, is is still pretty small. You know what I mean? Like. Now, I'm not talking about, like, the Dolphins and the Patriots, but, like, that's to the other extreme. But how far are they away from the average team, the teams that are going to be drafting, you know, 14 to 18? They're pretty darn close, you know, to be honest. And so, like, it's not that big of a gap. I think you get some bump with Brian Flores there. I right. think, you know, that that could be, um, you know, a bit of a bump. It, I don't know that it's enough to really do a whole lot. Part of the problem is when... The biggest problem is exactly what I have up on the screen right now. The problem for the franchise is that they're a middling team. Yeah. Because look, and we talk about this all the time, the worst place to be is, is in the middle. Yeah. You you either want to be bad or you want to be good. You right. need to either continually be making or at least challenging thing, for a like, playoff spot or you need to be winning, bad, like four wins or less bad. Winning, winning two or three games is not the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is winning it's, five or six. Right. Like I'd say actually, I would say no. five to nine. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're in the five to nine range, that's not good. Because you're you not need gonna to make have the four or less, or you need to have ten or more. Right. Now Miami got the ten wins once in this pattern that I have up here on the list of their seasons. But look, look where they are. Yeah. We go back to I mean, now we're back into our high school days. And this is like the this is the end of the Miami. I don't want to call it a dynasty because they weren't winning big things, but they were consistently good. Yeah. It was the yeah. end of the, the Marino years, you know, through the nineties, early two thousands, like they were fine. And then two thousand two comes and they have between I think five and nine wins, all but, you know, a, a handful of years. This is now eighteen seasons so worth. Who did they draft in 2005? That would be an interesting. I not who did they draft in 2005? But I'm just saying they had four wins. So like, wasn't that year? Didn't they take? I I I feel like they took a linebacker. Oh man, this is going back. Yeah, who did they take in 2008? Because they only had one win. No, you know who they took in 2008. They took Jake Long. Oh, okay. Let's see. Let's. I didn't know who they took. Come on, you know. Let's see. Who did they draft in 2005? We're doing we're doing some uh We're deep going dives deep here. diving. <laughs> Who was the Dolphins draft pick? No, they probably didn't have a first round draft pick because that was like the, that was them. That is exactly what they did. Oh man. This is a final this. roster here. So I almost probably have to go back to 2005 draft because I see was it, no, it wasn't Math Roth. He was like man, you look at that, Wes pick. Welker. 
David Boston. Remember when David Boston was put it? on about no, 80 Crowder pounds of was... muscle with HGH? Yeah. <laughs> and his head grew so big. Oh, how, Ronnie how Brown. Big? Oh, there you go. Who I saw play at Auburn. When yeah, you did. Went to with Cadillac Williams. Yep, 2003. Him, Cadillac Williams, and Jason Campbell. Yeah, wow, I can't, man, that was 2005, this is dating, this is dating us <laughs> badly now, because now I remember, now it all comes, it's come yeah, you screaming it back to you me. You blocked it out. Um, yeah, so, yeah, well, I know who they took in yeah. the 2008 draft, which was, uh, which was Jake Long, because they right. took Chad Henney later, uh, the next round, so, but yeah, but look at that, I mean, so, we said, we you want to have four wins or less. So since the end of like the very good era where they're making the playoffs or a contender every year, that ended in 2001. When they hired Dave Wanstatt, who went on to be the pit coach. So that tells you about how well that went. <laughs> <laughs> so they've had, they had a four-win season in 2004. They had a one-win season in 2007. And that's it to be yeah. very bad. And the picks, now at the time, the one, the Ronnie Brown pick worked out for a while. Right, right. But, like, you know. It, it didn't to last. To be a good running back on a bad team right, is right. not. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And Jake Long worked out for four or five years, and then he got injured, and like that was it. Yeah. Like you, when you have picks in the top five, you need they need to last for a decade on your team. Right. And you were getting four or five good years, which is something that I want out of like a second or third round pick. Right. Like a, a great second or third round pick. Right. I want to have at least that first contract with the team. And I'm really, I'm second round, I want to get six or seven years out of them. Well, how many years since then have they been at 10 or higher? Well, there's one, there's two, and there's three. So we have two terrible years and three average or, well, I guess three technically above average years, borderline good years. So that means there are, what, 13 or 14 years where they won between five and nine games. And you wonder why why that's, the long term prognosis is so terrible. That's how you end up with a lot of mid level guys. Yeah. And, and well, and that's why they're on. They're a team now full what? of guys that need to fill rosters on other teams. Like that's basically what what they had become for a long stretch there. They're on their what sixth? I mean, this is, and I'm not counting interims either. This is their, I think, sixth head coach since uh, Jimmy Johnson left. Wow. Because they went, uh, they went right to Wanstead. He stuck around the longest after Jimmy Johnson left. Then they went to Saban. Oh. Then Cam Cameron, Tony Sperano, Joe Philbin, Adam Gase. And now they're on Brian Flores. Yeah. So, but I mean, that, I mean, that is one of many reasons that the Dolphins have torpedoed so quickly. Because when I was growing up, when we were growing up, Dolphins were... And and actually, I think are still borderline top five all time wins. Like yeah. they were an incredible program. The the Dolphins were one of the top five teams in the NFL and in brand re- re- yeah. Recon- I was about to say recognability, which is not a word at all. And I wouldn't uh, could up not at all. you know in brand recognition. The Dolphins were a top five team when I was growing yeah. up. Probably helped me latch onto them after I was first exposed to Dan Marino and the Dolphins. I, and I'm sure I've shared this on here before. My mom was a big Dolphins fan when I was a kid. A couple of reasons. One, um, Shula was there, and he right. was the coach with the, for the Colts. Baltimore, But yeah. she used to also like the Cowboys with Tom Landry, but when he was kind of pushed out the door, um, that was that. She couldn't um, – not that she or my Baltimore family hold sports grudges. Uh, no, not at all. They right? absolutely do. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not to say I don't, but, um, yeah, so when you look at it, all that being said, I think that the Dolphins, like, I loved their pick this year. So much so that I was really disappointed when it came out that the Eagles really wanted it. We're going to take and it. And then the yeah. Dolphins were like, uh, yeah, we're not trading that spot. We're no, taking we're it. Ta- Thanks. We're Great. keeping Great. it now. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. I always like the Dolphins-Eagles connections. Other, so. Also, this is random. Um, you probably saw it. Christian Wilkins, when um, I think it was Audrey Snyder wrote that article a couple weeks ago about, like, draft stories, like, what was like the hardest like draft or not draft? What was the hardest recruit you lost out on that you thought yeah. you got? Um, I think it was Sean Spencer yeah. said Christian, Christian Wilkins. Wilkins yeah. and he cried when Christian Wilkins didn't come to Penn State. Not, and now we know why. Not like in anger or anything. No, just, just like, like, man, we missed out on the right, big we one. We missed out and you knew what you were missing out on and you did. Um, well, that made me like, I mean, I already, re- like, 
I wanted the Dolphins to take Christian Wilkins before the draft right. started. As the draft was going on, I was like, if you don't take Christian Wilkins, I'm going to be destroyed because they were talking about quarterbacks and I didn't want the quarterbacks. And then they took him and then I read more stuff about him and I was super pumped. Don't you love it when you like, when there's someone you like, you initially like him and then the more you look into him, you're like, oh, oh, I like him more. Yeah, because it's worse. <laughs> it's so bad. Like it's heartbreaking when it goes the other way when you're like, man, I've always been just a fan of their, whether, you know, it could be an entertainer, which yeah. I guess technically. I mean, this was a slow one, but you kind of mean like how Lenny Dykstra was my favorite player when I was <laughs> right. a kid. And that one just kind of, like, oh, straight geez. down. Yeah, I, I just saw something, um, like a sports clip on this day in history. Uh, it was for the Phillies. It was in either late 80s or very early 90s before, like in between the really good like Mike Schmidt Phillies and then the 93 like resurrection for that one year. He hit a ball in the ninth or 10th inning into right field and the outfield, I think it was for the Reds, ended up kicking it to the first baseman, preventing the Phillies from winning the game in like the bottom of the ninth or the tenth or something like that. I, I never I mean I assume that the Reds or whoever they were went on to win the game because it was just like because like he bobbled the ball and instead of the runner being able to make it home from rounding third, he kicked it and went right to the first baseman to hold all the runners. And Lenny Dexter was the guy that hit the hit the single. So anyways, back to football. <laughs> So all this talk about the Dolphins and, and, you know, the early draft and, you know, we didn't talk about they traded their second round pick and ended up getting uh, Josh Rosen from the no. Cardinals. Which is really interesting because, you know, we talk about they, they'd be better off being bad. But I feel like it's a wild card to say like, oh, they're going to be they're going to be terrible. Like, I think they might be at that five or six win window. Right. Could be. However, if you get there, but you see the things from Josh Rosen that you need to see, that could be a major win because you got a first round like talent quarterback potentially at a discounted price, and then you're still going to have a decently high draft pick next year, and you don't need a quarterback. You know, like see, I but my 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 I don't know if it's a fear or not because I want to win games. But I also want to know: Do we have a quarterback? And right. that's I I honestly hard to think know Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be the guy at least to start. Yeah. And I am afraid that he could get them to like, you know, that you're sitting. What at, if they're like three yeah. and three or something right, like that? I was going to say you're sitting at three and three, three and four. What if they win like, two of their first four games? Well, you're not going to pull them going into the bye beating two of those first four teams. I mean, they could beat the Ravens. It's in it's in Miami. The Ravens are. I'm really, really intrigued to see what they are this year. Yeah. Like, I know we talked about that when we talked about that division. New England, I know that's in Miami. I know they're typically bad in Miami. I'm, there is not a chance. I hope I can play this back in two months not and chance. just be like, not a chance. did you hear what you said not about that chance. game? Not and a chance. And then what happened? Not a chance, man. So when they start 2-0 and and have to go to Dallas. You know that outside of you, like, I am up there with I want to see it happen. But it's not going to happen. But we also know that we'd get the whole New England's washed up takes and then they'd go on and, like, win, you know, 15 games in a row to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, if you if it's Patrick like your starter and you're sitting at 2-2, two and two, like, I don't think you're going to Josh Rosen. No. I because mean, they've got to win All week, four week of those teams are playoff hopefuls. Yeah. And yeah, or maybe absolutely. like, like you fully expect and playoff teams possibly, from last year. Possibly all of them to make the playoffs. Right. And if you go two and two against them, if you're two and two going into the bye, how do you pull? You your would not pull Fitzpatrick. So like, no. absolutely not going to happen. But that's like, they're going to come out of the bye and then they're going to be terrible and they're going to get blown out. But um, probably at the Steelers because they always get blown out in Pittsburgh. And then then they'll go to Rosen here. But like at this point, you maybe have already won four games. Right. And and then you're hoping Rosen's bad. But yeah, well then if Rosen is bad though, but then you, you say you go five good, and eleven. He's good, you waited too long to put him in. <laughs> it's just like uh you end up at eight eight or nine wins. There uh, you go. <sighs> All right. So where do you put it? What do you think they're gonna do, win wise? I mean, I know you kind of I, I honestly, I, I'll put them at fourth. I don't think it's by much. I really don't because I don't think Buffalo or the New York Jets are very good either. I think people are starting to hype up the Jets a little bit, and maybe that's just because it's the second year of Darnold. I 
don't really know what to expect from the good moments last year from the bills like moments is is allen the the answer there like is he going to become this year's trubisky is that is that we're going to see because yeah but now there's all this talk in chicago that like they don't know if Trubisky. not really coming from the team i've seen some writers being like he needs to make a bigger jump this year or like he's not i'm like i thought he he played really well last year yeah so I'll, I'll put Miami fourth. I'll, I'll try to put my homerism aside, and I'll try to look at this. I do not think this is a two to four win team. I no, do, I don't. I, I'm going to put them at five wins because I, I'm I'm I think I'm putting them there too. Almost hopefully putting them because if they get the six, now you're starting to really get now, into now that area. Win. Now you got to win. Yeah, now you got to win now. Not not in a couple years. Now you're got to win they, now. What so if they start three and one. Oh my gosh! Don't do that to me. <laughs> Both them and and you, because my, my luck, they would have lost to the Cowboys. Right? That'll yeah, that's the their only loss. That's when the other ones. <laughs> so I, I will put them in fourth at five and eleven. I think, I I think they're going to be better than some people think. I do not think that they're going to. Should I say this? Maybe I shouldn't say this. I don't think they're picking top five in the spring in, in April. Or whenever it ends up being, maybe it's in early May. But whenever the 2020 NFL draft rolls around, I do not think the Dolphins have one of the first five picks. But I'll still okay. pick them fourth in, in the division at five and eleven. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm putting them at five wins. I'm putting them at fourth. And uh, yeah, I I don't think they're actually that far behind some of the other teams here. I think. The biggest question I have this year is, are are they going to be able to figure out if Josh Rosen is the guy or are they drafting a quarterback next yeah. year? And that's a tough question because you honestly need to know that now. Well, you need to know that come March, basically. So we'll see. All right. Who do you think is third place in the AFC East. So this is tough because I don't know. Like I'm I I don't think the Jets are like a playoff team, but I think I'm going to have them a little higher. So I'm going with the Bills. Like I I'm just unsure. They were 6 and 10 last year. They were second or no. Were the Dolphins second? Now I'm getting confused. I know I know the Bills were 6 and 10 last year. The Dolphins were 7 and 9, weren't they? They were second. Yeah. I'm gonna put them at. I'm gonna put them at. I'm gonna put the Bills at like seven wins again. I think that's where they are. I think they've got an interesting situation with Allen at quarterback. Um. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I don't know that the pieces are there around him. I know they had some flashes last year, but I also know that like some of the stuff Allen does is going to can get, can get you in the long run. Like it's so when they've got a rough start to the season, they've got their first five weeks, three on the road. And one of their home games is the Patriots. Yeah. That's not, that's not an easy task for a team that still has a a young quarterback. And I, I I agree with you. I, I think I'm putting the bills in third and maybe that's selling them short. With, you know, with a, a step up in this second year under Allen, and you know they have they have the veteran backup in Barkley now. They have an intriguing young prospect at quarterback too, in Tyree Jackson. Mm-hmm. I believe he was undrafted out of Buffalo, but yes. he was intriguing to a lot of teams Didn't in the he draft leave process. Buffalo early, yeah, he probably should have stayed, right. but. You know, they still have LaShawn McCoy, and he had a down year last year, but they brought in TJ Yeldon and Frank Gore. And they're starting to, you know, kind of add some pieces there. But wasn't there chatter about McCoy being cut or traded, though? Yeah, there was rumor that he was going to be traded back to Philly. Yeah. But they they added some receivers to help Allen out with Cole Beasley, uh, John Brown. They still have Zay Jones. Brought in, I believe, Andre Roberts as well, and they drafted David Sills. You know, fine, good. You know, that's right. that's like fine. I, eh. I mean, it is what it is. I, it doesn't it doesn't jump jump out at you. But honestly, I I probably would take the Dolphins receivers over that that group. But that might be me selling Cole Beasley and John Brown short. But I, I feel like they haven't done enough to make it. Yeah, but like I feel like Cole Beasley is a great three. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like. I, I don't know. And you're probably paying him and hoping for 
you know, statistics as a two. Yeah. And, but then who's your one? Right, exactly. And I don't know. I feel like they have lots of good twos and maybe and some threes. But I, I don't know. And and could they have someone there that's a one? Absolutely. But, like, I don't I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. And I don't know that they have the co- a consistent quarterback to get them what they need either. So it, it, it'll be tough to kind of see. But um, we'll have to – we'll see how that plays out. But, you know, same thing with, with the line – I don't know. I think they're kind of middle of the road. Like, well, they brought in Mitch Morse, which I think can help. But again, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything like consistent that I'm like, oh, that's going to help a young quarterback or an aging running back, you know, squad. I, I know, think like, they're going to be riding, you know, until we figure out what Josh Allen is. I feel like they're going to be probably riding their defense because right. they put together a pretty good defense. They do, but I feel like we've read this story for yeah, the last decade. yeah. Well, now. Two decades, because yeah. when the when the Dolphins were starting to fade and still fighting with Buffalo and New, New England jockeying for position in you know the early two thousands, they were all about the Buffalo defense. You know, Takeo Spikes, yeah. like yeah. that that era in early two, early two thousands. The Bills were all about the defense. Everyone thought that they were going to be able to get over the hump and get back to the playoffs. And at that point, it had only been a decade mm-hmm. since they were last there. Now, they got that monkey off their back two years ago, making the playoffs in 2017, but still haven't won a game since the mid-'90s. And I think their defense could be very strong this year, even with the retirement of uh, was it Kevin Williams. Yeah. He, he moved on, but... But you add Ed Oliver. Yeah, you add Ed yes. Oliver in the draft. You have Trent Murphy, Star Latule, Shaq Lawson, Jerry Hughes, and Eli Harold to yeah, shuffle in. It's really strong up front, but I feel like that wasn't a weak point for them last year. Now, it got stronger, and I know, like, you have to be able to put pressure. When you're going against Tom Brady twice, you know, like, you need to put pressure on the quarterback quick. But you know what Tom Brady's going to do? Get the ball out of his hand in .5 seconds. Yeah. And... That neutralizes your pass rush then. You know, like, so do they have the guys behind that? And they have some guys. Like, they do. Like, I like some of the guys they have. Micah Hyde, Kevin right. Johnson, um, Tredavious White. That was the one that I was right. missing. Like, they have they have they Deason, do. And, they, and they brought a few of those guys they in, do. I believe, this And so, so I, I think the defense is going to be good. Like, I think the defense could be, like, in the top half of defenses. Like in probably closer to 15 than in the top 10 or anything. But like, I think they could be above average, right? Above average, borderline good, good to very good. They still have a below average offense, right? Like, even so, even even if they're 12th in defense, they might be 22nd in offense. And how much can you expect out of Sean McCoy anymore? Like, how many running backs, how many running backs after they've after they're 30 do you see like not get it done anymore and then all of a sudden get it done again, right? You know, like. You see some that continue to get it done, like Frank Gore just gets it done every year, no matter what. But he never like didn't get it done. You right. know what I mean? Like McCoy has been, you know, banged up and has had issues and things like that. Rarely does that get better as you get older. You know, um so yeah, I just, he hasn't I mean, he had a he had a good yardage season in twenty seventeen, the year they went to the playoffs. Right. But he was not good last year, only gaining 514 yards. His yards per carry dropped from 4 to 3.2, and that's just in one year. Back in 2016, he was up at 5.4. Right. He had never been below 4 in his career until last year. And he still played in 14 year. games last right. year. He was in 14 games. He was in 14 games. So they obviously didn't utilize him as much, and, and he missed some games for, for injury. So, you know, <laughs> it wow. is... I feel like they have to, and, and but we saw it. They brought in Frank Gore, uh, and um, oh, who was the other guy? We we just said his name. T.J. Yeldon. T.J. Yeldon. Yep, for the Jags. So you know they kind of have a stable there now, but uh, we'll see. But I I agree. I think the Bills are going to be third place there, and I think honestly, I think they could dupl- like duplicate the six yeah. and ten record. See, I, I'm going to give them seven, but I I just don't think I don't think it's that. I don't think they're that good. I think they'll win some games, but I don't see them taking a big step. And I see them kind of as what they were last year, very similar. Right. Now, that obviously leaves the Jets to be second right. place. Now, they were 4-12 and last year, got their coach fired. They brought in the Dolphins cast off and Adam Gase. So a lot of that makes me want kind of like you with the uh, the Rams effect. I 
am doubling down on the Jets effect because I don't like the Jets to begin with, and, and the now they have a co- the coach that left the coach Miami or was forced out of Miami, and I don't want him to make the Jets better. Right, right. But, because then it shows that you are the problem, not him. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly, exactly. So not you personally. Everyone, well, yeah, it's probably me. <laughs> everyone is expecting big things from Sam Darnold in year two. And um, there is a lot of Dolphins flavor here in the, with the Jets now after yeah. uh, Adam Gase uh, coming over. And the high expectations aren't just coupled with the maturity and improvement from Sam Darnold, but they added Levy and Bell right. they added from weapons. the Steelers. And although that already got in a rocky situation to begin with. Yeah, because, because the Jets, Gase doesn't like him. Yeah, Gase doesn't seem to like him, but he didn't have the say in his arrival. That was done by the previous regime because they got the boot after, after Gase was hired and Bell was acquired, and now Gase is overseeing everything, and right. it's just really weird to me. But yeah. uh, besides Bell, they have Elijah McGuire, Ty Montgomery, and Bilo Powell, so they've got the guys there. I mean, yeah. I, I guess you know, with the way the Jets have been struggling in the last you know five years or so, I don't know but, if that's a good thing that they're yeah. all there. But yeah, but I still think I think Le'Veon Bell is going to have a good season. I'm not saying he's going to be like, you know, MVP or anything like that, but I think he's. I think he's going to have a good season, and I think they're better off than they were last season. I, I know they had some guys, but they kind of they couldn't stay healthy in the backfield, and you know, um, I, I think Le'Veon Bell will will help their backfield a lot, and so I think that's a step for them. I don't again, I don't think it's going to be the difference between them, like you know, challenging the Patriots or anything. like no. that. but I, I think it it is a, a good pickup for them. Um, we'll we'll see. But the problem I have is I just don't know outside of Bell what else have they surrounded Darnold with because I feel yeah. like similar to the Bills and maybe even you could say like the Dolphins yes. they've got a bunch of receivers that are like number threes yeah like Robbie Anderson Quincy Anunua and uh, Jamison Crowder would all be great number threes yeah maybe you could argue some of them could be number twos I know people think Robbie Anderson's underrated with the right one right with the right <laughs> yeah imagine if they had gotten Antonio Brown. With this, right. with that group, yeah. All of a sudden, you're like you have Antonio Brown, Robbie Anderson, and Jamison Crowder, and Anunua. Those are your four. I mean, that's oh, a then good you have four. Quadri Henderson to throw in there, like for crazy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, stuff, even, you know, I didn't like, even mention him. Yeah, like, yeah, that 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 would have been a game changer there. But they seem to be, you know, which is interesting because I think Le'Veon Bell on on the Raiders would necessarily wouldn't necessarily be a bad fit either. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a different story. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think they're at, at best average at tight end. Same thing yeah. along the offensive line. I know defensively speaking, they, they, they have at least a lot of potential with uh, what they're calling now the Williams brothers, even though they're not brothers. But <laughs> uh, Leonard and Quinn and Williams, that's... I really um, like the Quinn and Williams. Pick. Yeah, I, I do too, unfortunately. But he's another one, like, that, like, you found out stuff about him and you're like, Oh man! Yeah, like, like well, actually, I didn't like him, but like then you find out and you're like, ah, I kind of like him now. Like, <laughs> but they also added CJ Mosley in free yeah. agency, which I just don't understand why Baltimore didn't go after him harder. Why would you not uh, resign your draft pick that was essentially a replacement for Ray Lewis? Yeah. And he was playing; he played and super good. well. Like, good. I just I don't understand what what the reasoning was there. Yep. Um, they added also Polite um, from Florida as a rush, you know, outside linebacker type. So if he can live up to his potential, which would be much higher than his draft position, uh, the, the Jets could be at something at safety in that Jamal Adams, one of the better young safeties in the league. They've got Tremaine Johnson. And, you know, I think their secondary is good enough, you know, above average. When you have those defensive linemen and the, then the addition of those linebackers, I think there's potential there for them to be right there with the Bills borderline, you know, top 10 squad. Yeah. And now if Darnold takes a big step forward and the See, rival of Bell helps, you know, maybe they are working I think for the helps, wild card. But I also think what helps is that, and this will sound terrible, but they get to play the Dolphins twice, who we already established. Thanks who for that. knows what that is. They get to play the Bills twice. So I think that's at least two well, wins. Like, I think you can probably for, say that might be three there. And for all three of these teams not named the Patriots, they all have to be thinking that. Like right. that is what everyone right. is thinking. Hey, we get to play so and so two times. Right. You know. So if you're the Dolphins, you need to beat the Bills and Jets 
twice because right. right there's four wins. Right. But the thing is, they're all thinking that. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. But the Jet, this is what the Jets' schedule looks like if you're if you're watching the show. They uh, they got the early bye, which I don't think anyone really likes. No. And two of their first three games are against the AFC East. Although I did hear an interesting take on the early bye is that we always view it from September, but if you view it from the last week of July, the early bye is more of the halfway point, and that players don't hate it as much as um, mm. everyone else does. Okay, I just and I was like. I don't necessarily agree, but I was like, that's an interesting take I hadn't heard before. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm not saying I want the buy in week 12, but I feel like I'd rather have it like week like seven. seven? Yeah, yeah, seven's a good spot. Seven to me would be would be nice to have have your bye week, but you know, I'm, I'm not a professional football player, so you know, maybe Yet. week four is ideal. Yeah, Yet. right. Yeah, there's still hope. There's still hope, right? <laughs> to be to be fair, you still have your eligibility for college. Right, that's true. That's true. I could go back and, uh, and you, you prefer could, I'll be a run on. You could, you could, uh, you can make a commitment video. <laughs> How about that one? I, I, yeah, let's not, let's, let's not. That was, that, that was, crazy, was something, it? man. They're getting crazier and crazier. Yes, yes. Anyway, the jets schedule. <laughs> I mean, the, the AFC East has to play the NFC East this year. And yeah. the NFC East top to bottom is better than the AFC East top to bottom so that's those right. crossover games are going to be big for yeah, so teams hope, that are hopeful for a wild card i hope the afc east can beat up on the dallas cowboys <laughs> so but i don't know that it will happen the, but i can hope the jets finish let's look at their last let's look at december yeah. so they're at the Bengals. that has to be a win if you're okay. going to the playoffs you have to beat the Bengals. Yep. then you're playing the Dolphins, which everyone expects to be bad, and that's at home. That has to be a win. Then you have a huge game, which could have massive playoff implications at Baltimore. On a Thursday night, though. On right? a short week. Yeah. So, But that is a big game for the Jets. Oh, yeah. If they're at where people – I don't want to say expect, because I don't know how many people are well, jumping over the Jets. Let's be but the Jets are going to be looking at a wild card, right? If, we have, if you say they're going to be competing for playoff, they're going to be competing for a wild card. And – I honestly think if the Ravens are looking at the playoffs, they're going to be looking at a wild card. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. You have two potential. That could wild be an elimination game, right? Yeah. Judging by the emojis my dad just sent me, he does not think that I'm going to be running on or making uh, the the <laughs> NFL anytime soon. He's not. He's not worried about he, that. He's not. No, he's not. So I, mean, I guess it's a win-win. <laughs> not for my pocketbook. <laughs> so. The Jets then have to go – no, excuse me. They host Pittsburgh, which, again, depending on what's going on in the AFC North, that could be a, a de yeah. facto elimination game yeah. for the playoffs. Now, I ex- I expect Pittsburgh to be better than the Jets, but that doesn't mean we've seen Pittsburgh lose games that they shouldn't. Right. Then Especially. they finish with a game at Buffalo that, again, that's a game the Jets have to win. Right. So the and Jets – to Buffalo with a chance maybe for Buffalo to spoil something for you? <laughs> Yeah, that's not where I want to go. No, not on the coast of Lake Erie on December 29th. Yeah. Happy but New Year. Of those last, yeah, of those last five games, those are you must win three of those, and the other two that you could maybe argue are a push. You should probably win at least one of those. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know that they do that. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. No, I don't either. I, I think they win eight games. Though. That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say. I think they can win eight games. I think they're eight and eight. And they'd be trending upwards because they're yeah. doubling their win total from a year I before. I think they're going to be a You have a young quarterback. I think Darnold's going to be better. I don't think he's going to be a, like a star. Like I don't think he's going to be top – necessarily even top ten. But I think he's in the – I think he would be in that 15 to 10 range in terms of output this year. Um, if he is, I think they – actually, if he's in the top half, they might be – they might be a playoff team. Yeah. But like – because that means the receiver situation's working, you know. Yep. But let's say he's closer to the middle of the pack. I think they're closer to the middle of the pack. I think they're at eight and eight. All right. So Miami <coughs> five and eleven, fourth yep. place. Buffalo third place. I said six and ten. You said seven, seven. and nine. Yep. Jets in second place at eight and eight. And then the, we had the Patriots at first. They went eleven and five last year. How many wins they get this year? I'm going to give them eleven again because they had some rocky points last year, and I think they still won eleven games. I think this year, I think losing Gronk does hurt, but I think they make up for that in consistency, and I think they're still at eleven wins. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I have them winning that division. I, I struggle with where to put them win wise because. We think the Jets will be better. We think the Bills are about the same. Record-wise, we think Miami's going to be worse. But like you said, New England was 
iffy at times last year. They, they don't have Gron- Gronkowski now, but it is New England. There's just this culture there. One hand, I want to say 12 or 13 wins, but on the right. other hand, I want to say 10. Right. No, yeah, I, so, I understand. Um, I think I'll, I'll stick with the 11 and 5. I think that is yep. that is a nice spot for them. I think they're clearly the best team in the FC East. I don't think it's close. But, well, now we get to the part where we have to figure out, you know, is New England the team to beat in the AFC? Okay. When it comes down to it, when it's Super Bowl time in February, are the Patriots going to be there? So we have to work our way through that. But let's before we do that, let's look at last year and what happened. So we had two upsets in the AFC playoffs in the first round with the wildcard teams both winning, Chargers upsetting Baltimore and the Colts upsetting the Texans. New England and Kansas City then came into the picture and then it became chalk with Kansas City beating up on Indianapolis and New England taking down the Chargers. And we all know what happened on January 20th at Arrowhead with the Chiefs-Patriots game. It didn't go the way anyone outside of New England wanted it to. And that was a, a controversial game for on yes. on both sides and yeah. a variety of things. You know, refereeing and, and calls, play calls and and... All that good stuff came into play, but New England came out on top, and we also know that the Patriots would go on to win this, a very boring Super Bowl over the Rams, thirteen to three. The worst Super Bowl, the worst. Quite possibly, yes. You you may be right about that. So that's what happened last year. Okay. If we go back on our divisional picks, if you can remember them, gosh. In the AFC West, mm-hmm. I believe. Did we both go Chargers or did we stick we did. with the Chiefs? No, I think we both so went Chargers. we both went Chargers, but we both, had, I believe, said Kansas City would make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So we're leaving the Raiders and Broncos out. I don't think anyone's that surprised by that outside of maybe Corey. Yeah. Disappointed with with the, our Raiders pick, but hey, you know, it happens. So Chargers winning the division and Chiefs in. So we have two of our spots, including the one of the wild one cards the wild. already. Yep. So AFC South. We both went with Indianapolis, I believe. Yeah. And I – well, are you going to go – do you think Houston makes it as a wild card? Because, I mean, if we pick Houston as a wild card, that means, uh, that means every other division right. is out. Right. I mean, really, the only other one I'm considering is AFC North because I do no, not have no. the Jets making it in the AFC East. I so agree. I'm going to go with Houston. I think I am too. Yeah. So – those are our two wild cards. I'm going to have the Chiefs as the first wild card, which would be the five seed. Yes. The the Texans, the wild card number two, which would be the six seed. Yeah. So our AFC North champ were the Steelers. We're both Steelers. And, and both so teams. we have exactly the same AFC playoffs. Yeah. And we also agreed on the wild card setting. Right. So based on our win totals, do you remember who should be one, two, three, and four? If we have New England at eleven and five. I feel like they would probably be two or three because I think we might have the Chargers probably up at 11 or 12. I agree. Steelers, I think we said 10 or 11. Right. So Colts, though, what about the Colts? You have them at 11 and 12. You think, think they get I the think, two? I think they get the two. So Chargers, one. Colts, two. Patriots, three. Steelers, four. Yeah. So that means it would be Steelers, Chiefs, in Pittsburgh. Oh, my gosh. And it would be... I want this uh, to happen. <laughs> Patriots, <coughs> Texans in New England. Oh, Again. I don't want that. Either. Yeah. So, in that scenario, we're, we're picking New England. I'm picking New England. So, it's going to be one, two, and three. And then we got to decide who is getting the right to play um, the Chargers. Is it going to be the Chiefs or the Steelers? I'm going to pick... I'm gonna pick the Steelers. Okay, I'm gonna Pittsburgh playoff game. I'm going Chiefs. I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. I just because I'm iffy on the Steelers. I, I think everything that's gone against them, I think, will actually help them. And I think they'll some be. And we talked about this when we did the yeah. FC North. But I just think roster wise, I think the Chiefs are better. Even though going to Pittsburgh and winning is my tough wife, outside wife, of the playoffs. My wife, the Steelers fan, will be mad that I picked the Steelers because <laughs> she's like, that, you now they're gonna they, lose. So I'm picking the Chiefs. So Chiefs, Chargers is the next round. And Patriots, Colts in Indianapolis this time is the second is the divisional round. I'm I'm gonna pick the Colts. I'm gonna pick the Colts too. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> just to be right. different. Right. And and New England's been on this cycle where they win a Super Bowl every other year. This right. is an off year. So I'll, I'll go Colts, and then we got to decide. Chargers, Chiefs. I'm going to go with. Oh, you say Chargers, Steelers. So yours is Chargers, Steelers. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay, so your Chargers, Colts is your AFC Championship game. I'm going to go. I think the Chiefs upset the Chargers, and I'm going to go Chiefs, Colts. Okay. Who's your Who's your AFC champ? I'm going with the Colts. <laughs> I'm going with the Colts. Oh, <laughs> see your build up. I thought you were taking the Chiefs. No, I thought you were going to say no, Chiefs. No, I'm going to. I think the Colts true, get Andy it Reed done. Fashion, you think yeah. they're going to lose? The, That's unfair. Again, I love Andy in the AFC Championship again. Kansas. Oh. At least they lose on the road this time because oh, it would gosh. be in Indianapolis. They would be our number two seed. Yeah. So we have the number two seed for both of us in the AFC. We are pretty consistent there. We have all of our division and wild card teams the same. We I'm, have all the seeding the same. Yeah. We just had like two different games. Perkin, I'm, yeah, but we both have the Colts. Going we both to have the Colts going to the Super Bowl. It's so. interesting. And this was all done quickly. Like, we didn't right, plan right. this out. Like, you can kind of tell us talking back and forth that none of this was planned out. We were trying to scratch our, our heads to remember who we picked to win the yeah, divisions and, and whatnot. But I think I think we got it right based on what we've said in the past. Right. You know, will the Colts make the Super Bowl from the AFC? I don't know. We'll see. I just I think they were coming on at the end of the year. I think maybe with the way some of the things played out with the other contenders, that they're right up there. And at this point, I know if people say New England is the prohibitive favorite, I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree either. But, you know, I just I like the way Indianapolis was playing over the last, you and know, two months. I like how they've months. been building, adding and, some of those young pieces. Like, right, and Andrew Lux really started the come on at the end of the year last right. year so. I, I just think this could be a good year for the Colts. And, you know, after us both saying that, they'll end up fourth in the division and uh, Landry Luck will be out for the season. And <laughs> now people in Indianapolis are just screaming for us to shut up. So, yeah, yeah. Both for picking them and also saying that those things are going to happen. So you can tune in next week for episode 282 to Where hear we what we say. Right, <laughs> right. Where I can now get out of the AFC, not worry about my Dolphins anymore and just – crap on the parade of everyone in the NFC and the <laughs> NFC playoffs and then talk Super Bowl. But, hey, I did pretty good with uh, my predictions last year for, for half of the teams, but then the Super Bowl, I was pretty spot on. So, I, uh, you know, hopefully I can duplicate that. I'm, I'd be more hopeful if I was thought the Dolphins would be any good, but let's be realistic here. That's not going to happen in my lifetime. So, NFC next week. You ready for that? I, oh, I'm ready. You can come prepared. I'm I'm prepared now. Why the Eagles will go 16 and 0 and the Cowboys <laughs> will go 0 and 16 by Justin Raffoff. <laughs> so no, I don't want him to go 0 and 16. I want him to go 8 and 8 and <laughs> and, 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 and keep the forever keep middling Garrett. team. Right, yeah, and yeah, of course that makes much more sense. Much <laughs> more sense. So uh, um, any any shout outs? Anything to add before we go? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think um I think that's it. I am uh, trying to think. Well, I got a couple no. here while you think. So I, I'll say uh, happy belated birthday to uh, Caitlin Barenshausen celebrating yeah, this past yeah. week. Uh, happy anniversary to my uh, my aunt Joyce and Uncle Dennis. And obviously happy slightly belated anniversary to my wife. We yeah. celebrated 10 years on the 4th of July. And uh, things that make me feel old. Yeah, that that one that one gets it. Yeah, that one that was a tough one. But we had a great time a week ago today up at Penn State, which is where obviously we met and then we got married. And I, I surprised her with a trip back to Penn State just for the day, but we got to see the campus, see some of the changes that we hadn't been able to see over the last ten years, did some shopping, you know, we're back so. at the Nitty Line Inn. When we uh, we hiked Mount Nittany, which so. at the beginning neither of us were thinking that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're very novice trail hikers the last time we hiked anything was mount nittany in 2005 yeah. so and the, the first like little bit i don't know if you've ever hiked mount nittany the not, first little not. bit is a it is a hike <laughs> uh and, and then it, then it gets a lot easier but man that first like 20 30 minutes or so kelly and i are like well, this might have been a mistake <laughs> so oh man what were you gonna say you got anything to add no no I'm trying to make sure. I always, I always I feel like I'm forgetting you're someone. You're closing in on the point where you will have you and Kelly will have been together for half of your lives. Yeah, you're yeah. not there yet. I don't. No, think, I mean we're getting there. We talk about we've been together, you know, 14 and a half years. Actually, 12 years ago today is when we got engaged, and 10 years ago today 
is when I started working at the sandwich shop, like full time. Obviously, I had worked there a lot previously, You'd but put in some as, time. A, as a full time, you know, paid employee, you hit the ground running, huh? You know, <laughs> you know, before my dad made me work there, like, and I didn't get paid. He didn't pay anyone. No, he's not going to pay me. You know, yeah. no. You get, paid. you get to stay at our house, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was that was the payment. No. No, that all joking aside, it was ten years ago today that I started working there as a full time employment, not not just like as a family business or working in the summers. That was ten years ago today. The hostile takeover. Plan. That's when it started. Plan, it's been plan, a slow burn. The plan year ten has uh, is now fully functional. Uh, my uncle says that you said Denver, and I, I believe I your uncle. I believe your uncle. Maybe because I went with Joe Flacco and and Denver. Your mom also wants us to stop referring to them as Indianapolis, or excuse, refer to them as Indianapolis and not the Colts. So. I, I believe that I said the Broncos, one, because I think Joe Flacco is enough to get it done there. I think that was my argument, and I think the defense is going to be really strong. I think I'm an idiot for saying that, though. I, I, I think the Chargers are going to win, but I'll stick with my pick of, of the Broncos if, if that's it. No, that just, we got to start this all over. <laughs> Uh, Rewind. Also, um, my. I also, I don't think we were the same on every single one, so that makes sense. Yeah, that probably would. That probably makes more sense. Also, your uncle knows everything about like every. He, well, I'm sure he's said, so. written it down, like he said. <laughs> like he he wants to go back and just be like, on this episode, you said this, and <laughs> at 1939, <laughs> go back and watch. Which is funny because we can literally go back and watch because they're all archived on YouTube or Facebook somewhere. They're all listed there, and I have recordings everywhere of audio and visual. So, uh, my dad also point, wants to point out that. Now I don't work, but I get paid. So, you know, I'll, I'd rather it be that way. Honestly, I'd, ra- I'd rather it be that way. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. But all right, we'll be back next week, July 14th, for the final preview of the 2019 NFL season with the NFC East, the NFC playoffs, and then a look at the Super Bowl. So um, that wraps up episode 281. Hopefully we'll see you in one week's time. For Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. This has been the Joe Mays and j Show. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and j Show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRaff.com. The Joe Mays and JRaff Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.